Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, John. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? You suck. <laughs> See ya. Bill. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Marks and Reese. Johnny Marks and Ike Reese on a Wednesday. What's up, Ike? Johnny Marks! Holler your boy. Well, today's it, Ike. We're not going to bury the lead. Today is my last day at WIP. Today is the last day on Marks and Reese. Um, I I was crying on the drive-in. I'm sure I'll be crying. I'm, I, I'm a crier, as you know, Ike. <laughs> doesn't take me much to cry. Watch Leave it to Beaver and I cry sometimes. That's not a bad thing. Well, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. not. But text messages from, uh, from people that I've worked with and uh, former interns and messages from listeners and um you know it, it's been it's been amazing it's been amazing but today is it and um we have listen we have a lot to talk about with the eagles we have nick sirianni who's has them explaining the do coming up at 315 i can't wait for that elliot's gonna be here oh George- <laughs> aren't you excited about that on your last day <laughs> it's actually fitting yes of course it is. that elliot's in because it i it's one of my favorite weeks, hours, or, or days of the week is because Elliot comes in, and normally you guys mix it up for at least half of a segment during it, sometimes more, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, we mix it up? Oh, you know, it's not you mixing it well, up. Well, sometimes me, too. <laughs> yes. It's not you mixing it up. With Elliot, um, yes, El- Elliot's very entertaining. So he's going to join us. Jordan Mylotta coming up at 4 o'clock. So we have, we have a lot to talk about. And um, and listen, it's the last show, so we know a lot of people yesterday that called in said, hey, we're reacting to the game today, but we want to call in um, and talk about the show and talk about some of our favorite moments. And I, there has been a ton of great moments here. Oh, yeah. I mean, we saw, we, we were at two Super Bowls, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. We went, we went to a World Series. Mm-hmm. We went through a pandemic together. How about that? I mean, the, the six years, sometimes you get six years that are, Maybe hollow, not a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. That was not the case in the six years of the Marks and Reese show. No, certainly kept it interesting around here uh, through our, our six years of being together. And and for me, I, I think our show uh, started to hit its stride and sort of find its way and shape and form an identity through the pandemic. You know, we've always had sports as somewhat of a distraction to talk about and react to, and we can sort of get lost into uh our opinions and things of that nature and debating that. And we've had some some passionate debates throughout the six years of being here. But I really think, you know, that time during the pandemic where we had a lot of stuff going on really forced us as a show, all three of us really, we throw Jack in there, um, it really forced us to be creative and allowed us to show a different side of ourselves. And I think that's really when the show took off 
We got a lot more callers that became more interested in the show, and we started to develop callers, and I think that's when that part took off as well. And I think as a, an audience and a community of this time slot, we all leaned on each other. And yeah. so talking about things going on in our personal lives, laughing a little more, not having sports to yell at each other about, all that type of stuff allowed us to be a little more humanized, and I think that became more appealing uh, to people listening uh, to us, two to six. And that's where I believe that was the beginning of us really taking off and being where we are right now because we've been at the top really since then. Yeah, yeah, it, it connected the audience with yeah. us, right? And then when people that maybe weren't listening because they weren't working or they weren't commuting or whatever, then when they got into the car and they got back into the routine, they're like, hey, man, like this, this show's gotten good. I forgot, you know, and, and, and I agree with you. That's really, I think, when we started to hit our stride and it was because well, the show didn't start until August first, twenty nineteen. I'm just letting everyone know that. Oh uh, yeah, then this guy, yeah, he, he, <laughs> Not well, that you're keeping well, track. Well, that was August of twenty nineteen. The pandemic came in February of twenty twenty. So that was just six months later. So you, so you've been doing <laughs> this four years, later. Jack. Six months later. Yeah, Corey Dickerson was traded to the Phillies on uh, deadline day of that day. So yeah, I remember it well, like most people, I'm sure. <laughs> Ben Livingston, Amazing the things that he remembers. Our original producer, Ben Livingston, had texted me. Uh, he texted me yesterday oh, with, did a, he? with a nice oh, note. He sure did. Emotional? Of course. Are you going to be traveling Germany with him? I will not be in <laughs> Switzerland or Germany with uh, with Ben. Yeah. yeah. I will not. On a train, because he's a trainsman. Mm-hmm. He likes to take the train around everywhere. So Ben would reach out. But uh, we'll talk to the people today. We'll talk to everybody. Um, you know, certainly your Eagles thoughts and... I mean, oh yeah, because the sky is still falling. Yeah, I can. And it just <laughs> your final take—they stink. Is that just with it? Just with an Eagles point right now. Yes. Um, to start the show, like I don't think everything's going to be okay. I don't think that they're they're going to win all of their last three games, and they're going to go find their stride, and they're going to go into the playoffs. I don't believe that. Are they winning these last three games? I I I, I don't. Where's your hand on that? Oh, I'm steady. All right. Yeah, I put Ike's been. Yeah, with these last three games, Seattle on the road. That's a desperate team. That's not these three teams. That's not these two teams. Just to say, right? And also, like Pete Carroll, I didn't know this before the game. Pete Carroll, he benched players. Yeah. On that defense, he had called out in the media players, the corners on that defense because of the way they were playing. Like he got, he lost got, four straight games. Yeah, yep. And those, and they responded. They responded. Yeah. With it their still took us to give them the game. Well, it did. Exactly, but um, they even if they they went out, I I don't feel any better today. Yesterday, coming off of a coming off of a loss, the day after you're nor- normally more emotional the day after, mm-hmm. and then by the time you get two days removed from the game, you calm down a little bit. And two days after, I don't think that it's going to be okay. And I I don't think there's a tur- there's turning around this season. Even if they went out and they they and they're a number two seed or a number you three seed. You just don't seed. believe they can beat the 49ers. That's that's really what you're saying. I don't I, yes. No, yeah, yeah, that's yes, what you're saying. Yes. yes. I don't think yes. they can beat the Cowboys either. Yeah, they'll beat the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You think I, the Cowboys are coming here and winning a playoff game? Yeah, I, I wouldn't bet on that one. Well, to your your point, the 49ers are it's a matter of who the 49ers are playing in the Super Bowl right I mean, that's now. That's really what it, it boils like. down to. Yeah. I that, that really what it boils down to. And they win these three games. We can easily talk ourselves into beating whomever we play in that first round and then bring on Detroit or Dallas in that second round. Yep. That's, they're not San Francisco. Detroit they or not. Dallas. They, no, they aren't not. San Francisco. They're not. So Eagles got to turn it around, though, before then. Yeah, I, I actually feel better. I do. 
I actually feel better. You feel better than Yeah, I do. Right. I do. Because Sunday, I mean, Monday night was a disappointing game. Um, but as far as having faith that, you know, the season isn't over and we can't necessarily go on a little bit of a run here and let the chips fall where they may if you get to the NFC Championship game. Like, you get to that game, and I guarantee you this entire city is going to be saying we can beat the 49ers with a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I, I, I've been here long enough. I know this fan base. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're licking our wounds right now. It doesn't feel good. We're wallowing in self-pity. That's yep. what we're doing right now. Poor us. Oh, it's not going to be an easy road. We don't get to play Daniel Jones this year in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, poor us. That's where we're at right now. The poor me's. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. And I was there. So I'm not mocking anybody. I'm just I'm just letting you know that's where we are. We're, we're wallowing in misery right now. Feeling sorry for ourselves. That that's what it is. But I'm not about to sit here and talk up Tommy DeVito and 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 Jonathan Gannon coming back here like the, oh we're not going to beat those guys. Tommy hey, DeVito who I appeared mean, for free last night. The damn Giants are ready to go home. You thinking we got to go up to New York to play them for a chance to win the NFC East? We're losing to the Giants in New York. I would hope not. No, nah, it's not happening. All right. They just need to get a couple wins. Get get a win Monday on Christmas Day. Then we'll do the whole Jonathan Gannon, Gannon revenge game. We'll do all of that, and we'll get enough juices going that everybody will be excited on New Year's Eve to talk about that. And when you win the Jonathan Gannon Bowl, we'll finish that last game off with the Giants, and we'll be NFC East champs. Now, I don't know if we'll be the two-seat or three-seat, but we'll at least host our first playoff game at home against whomever. And then if we got to play, here's the other thing. If we got to play, uh, Detroit in that second round because they're the two seed. Okay, then we're going to Detroit and we're playing Jared Goff. Yeah, that's not scary. I mean, it's not scary. No, it's not. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to Dallas. Yeah. Right. I feel better going to Detroit than I do going sure. to Dallas to for play. For sure. No, for yes. sure. Yeah, Detroit, I mean. It's a nice story. Yeah, they they're, also they're, lost they're to Green team. Bay and Chicago. Yeah. They're, they're not some some juggernaut team. Yeah, they're a good team that can be beaten by anybody more or, or less in the playoffs. Well, Jared Goff can beat them. He, he can he beat, can beat them. himself. Yes. Yep. yep. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So I'm here for everybody. Jack, do you feel better the uh, the day after? I don't. I don't feel better at all. Uh, no. I I just it's more about uh, they should win these next three games, and it turns into style point season officially. You can't these can't be wins a win. I need to see at least twenty plus points. And, and frankly, I think Nick Sirianni should be coaching for his job for the rest of the season. I mean, like, I, listen, he's had a, I went to the Super Bowl last year. I get it. But if this offense continues to be dreadful down the stretch and they don't make the NFC Championship game, see ya. Coaching force. The NFC Championship game. Now, Jack, I'll tell you if they lose in the first round Holy of the playoffs. Cow, man. If they lose in the If they lose one of these next three games and they lose in the first round of the playoffs, I co-sign it. Yeah. And well, you'd be a lot of people trying to right. co-sign. No, yeah. and and and, and, on, and honestly, <laughs> yeah. as crazy as is 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 to think a couple weeks ago that could happen. Mm-hmm. We watched Doug Peterson win the Super Bowl, go back to the playoffs. Do you think Lurie's happy with this offense? No, no. <laughs> no. And and if Lurie thinks that if Lurie thinks that another year will will like like with Doug Peterson, a lot of people thought like, well, they're going to give him at least one more year. He won the Super Bowl. He went mm-hmm. back to the Jeff Lurie didn't think a year was going to matter, and it was a smart move. Um. Or did Doug say, no, I'm out? Well, I think Doug's actions didn't help. Well, I'm saying if he had went along with what they Agreed. wanted to do, then maybe he is here as head coach. Okay, good point. Agreed. That's all I'm saying. But he, he his plan was... Yeah, but he had earned that. He won the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
He earned the right to do that. I'm not saying that that this is out of the question that it could happen. I just don't think it would happen. I think they would they would move on from the coordinators before they moved on from Nick Sirianni. <sighs> That's what I think. All right. Well, uh, unless you're, hey, had this thought on the way in. Might want Bill Belichick as the head coach. No. Okay. Well, who are we looking at getting? Uh, is um, I would rather have Ben Johnson coach this team. Ben Johnson, a no-name person. Lions offensive coordinator. Right. I know who he is. I just know nobody knows anything about him except he's a Lions offensive coordinator. Jim Harbaugh? Ah, Jim Harbaugh. How about that? Who, who, if I'm Howie, there's no way I'm hiring Jim Harbaugh because he's very difficult to, to work with. Then we got to decide what we want as a coach. You, you want a guy who, who wants to do things his way or you want a guy that who, who's not going to call plays. He's just a figurehead. We might want to keep Nick Sirianni. Well, no, I would love – I mean – I, I would love Jim Harbaugh. I, I'm not. Well, I'm just saying from Howie's perspective, I don't know if he's going to be high on the idea. But him coming in here, especially if the offense continues to struggle, he comes in here and cleans that up immediately. You would you would you would see immediate dividends from bringing him in here. Jim Harbaugh, huh? There you go. See, we're already we're already firing Sirianni and his, uh, his replacement. That's Jack and his nonsense. <laughs> firing him. <laughs> not firing. Coaching for his job. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I'm with you there. But listen, I, I, I think I think there's a more likely chance the coordinators could be replaced. Than Nick. I think they like Nick Sirianni as the head coach. I, I just do. I just do. And it's a lot easier just to go hire another play designer than it is for you're going to go find a coach, another unproven guy. Yeah. Give him his first crack at being head coach. I mean, they've had success. But, man, you keep rolling the dice. You're not going to come up. Uh, they've, also, they've also been lucky with. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So they, Josh McDaniels would have blown up in their face, right? What was the other one? The the, the old Giants coach, Ben McAdoo. Yeah, Ben, ben McAdoo. McAdoo. Yeah, they wanted now, him. The difference is that this offense is pretty loaded. They should attract a very good candidate. Is this offense loaded? I mean, I yeah. I mean, Jalen should be a top the, five. Yeah. Quarterback. Then what's going on with the offense? They can't score. So we <laughs> so we were blaming the coaches for everybody for the players not playing well. Got you. I'm blaming this quarterback. <laughs> Got you. I'm just saying that because that's what we would be doing. I mean, I'm sure you can't get rid of all the players. So, yeah, bringing in new coaches would be the way to go. But, see, that's why you win the next three. And we don't have to talk about You win fine. your first home playoff game, and then you go on the road in that second game, and then we either coping with a season that comes up short because they lose in that second round, or you're headed to your second straight NFC championship game. Yeah, it's not as bad as we think it is. All right, let's see what the people say about that. I Let's start off with Black Gritty from BlackGritty.com. Black Gritty, how are you, buddy? I'm, not con- I'm great, guys. I'm not condoning none of that today. It's about you, Johnny Marks, for me. Uh, I've been listening to Ike for a long time. You know he's old. He started out with Moses. He's had a lot of partners out here, but <laughs> I think that you are the best iteration of this. Uh, you put the market in, Marks and Reese. Nobody did it like you do it, brother. I appreciate you going out to do it for your family. Do what you need to do. Have fun at it. We ain't worried about it. it. Ain't like you won't be dead or nothing. But I'm just saying, you come on this show, you foster a lot of things. I mean, I'm not going to give you credit for creating Black Gritty, but I said it on this show, and it was born on this show, and I, I, I'm holding on to it. I'm grateful to it. And nobody says Black Gritty from BlackGritty.com like you do, brother. Don't nobody say my name like that, 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 that. Okay? You go out there in the world and make everything bright and have fun with the family and the kids and the business. Cause I know you're going to still be working cause you can't stop working. You got too many kids, yeah. but 
Uh, the show's been great. I think it was a little tighter when Ben was here, but I mean, Jack's coming and he's tried his best, you know, to keep the show afloat while he's there. But Johnny Mike, you will be missed. Uh, one person on that station has picked on you. And you may be small, you may be short, but you are strong and you are mighty. And you are twice the man that Joe DeCamera is. You're probably twice the athlete that he ever was. And I appreciate and love you, Johnny Mark. Have a great one and a great show. And, and don't, don't, don't find my coach just yet because I don't know. Bill Belichick almost made me throw up in my car. I'm in the streets. I love you guys. I love you, Johnny Mark. All right, I'll Black Ready. Appreciate it. Right, hold on. Joe DeCamera's picking on me? Is that what he said? That's news to me. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Jack was Joe DeCamber picking on me. I know he, he challenged me to a to a half-court basketball game. Today? No, no. Joe DeCamber and I embraced today. I know. We were having, I, I saw. We were having I lunch. saw two hugs. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw you hug the king. Yes, the king was uh, the king. That was the odd one. Yeah, the king was. Was it cold? <laughs> <laughs> Did it feel warm? <laughs> it wasn't a hearty hug. <laughs> well, at least he wrapped his arms around you. He yeah. did. You he yeah. did. But it made me feel good that Howard came. We had we had some pizza in the in the in the hub area here, and KYW came down and stole all the pizza. But they oh, were classic. Yeah, they were uh, they were welcome to the party. Howard came, so it was nice to see him. Joe DeCamera was here. I don't remember him picking on me. I remember him saying he was a better athlete than me, and me, and me saying let's have a boxing match right now, and he said no. So, no, I think you're good. All right, let's go to uh, the vice president of the LTBB, Kimberly. Kimberly, how are you? Go ahead. Hi, guys. Not a happy Wednesday today, as mm-hmm. I would normally start my call. Um, super quick Eagles point, and then I just have to thank you, Johnny Marks. But I remember calling in in August and Jack saying he hoped the Eagles, not hoped, but he wouldn't be upset if the Eagles struggled at the start of the season. And I said, if they have to struggle, I hope it's the middle of the season. Okay, we all knew at some point they were going to struggle. It's looked a little bit worse than we hoped. It's looked a lot worse maybe than we hoped, but we knew they were going to struggle. We have three more games to get this together and to come into the playoff strong and to actually build our momentum going the other way. To me, I'm not as upset as everyone else is. It's hard to watch these games. Watching that 92-yard drive on Monday, I was yelling and screaming, but – I'm not as upset. I think this team can pull it together, and I think if any team can look mm. like this and pull it together, it's the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Man, well, I mean, so, it, 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 it's got to start with the quarterback. It's got to start with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts got to play better. Absolutely. You know, the, for all the Absolutely. talk about the defense and everything else, and I'm not trying to say the defense is good, but they just replaced the, the they just replaced the coordinator, or they or they gave Patricia the play calling duties now. Jalen Hurts has got to play better. The biggest reason why they've lost three straight games here to me is Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I know the defense gave up a lot of yards and a lot of points. The offense also isn't doing anything. So Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts has got to play better. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's up. To me, this feels like a chemistry issue in the in the locker room. I don't disagree in with any of that, but I also know my time is short, so I, I want to say this really quickly. Yes, um, you you've been a pretty much a daily part of my life for the last last six years. Um, I can't listen to the show a lot during the afternoon, so I listen at night, and my husband's always laughing because I have my earbuds in, and I'm, I'm talking back at you guys. I'm walking around the house making comments and whatever, and I'll obviously still be a loyal fan of the show, love the show, but you will you'll be greatly missed. I, I don't know what it's going to be like to, uh, to wake up and not hear your voice in my ears every day. John Marks, but huh? best of luck with wherever you go and whatever you do. <laughs> hey, yeah, how'd that work? Thank you, Kimberly. Appreciate it. All right, VP. Take care. Bye, guys. There we go. Yeah. Your voice in the ear. Uh, listen, yeah. listen, got the AirPods in. Ah. Uh.
There you go. When she's waking up in the morning, we're not on the two. Well, I mean, listen, I guess she's listening at different times. Go, go to the Odyssey the, Rewind. Goes to the Odyssey That's app. That's what I'm saying, and, yeah. Yeah. Pops us in right there. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, thank you, Kimberly. Yes, the uh, again, as we kind of go through and share some of our fondest memories of the show, the LTBB era mm-hmm. on Marks and Reese, <laughs> including the convention, which is where it all fell apart, right? Like, that was the moment after that. Yeah. That was so, that was, I mean, it was... A lot of back and forth, and I know it was tough on you uh, post LTBB convention, Ike. Yeah, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of fun. The LTBB era, and the, and the fu- the fun part about that is that I still get people that were like, I never knew what that was. Like I never knew what you guys were talking about with the LTBB, mm-hmm. which of course was let the Bronco buck mm-hmm. with Carson Wentz. All right, let's get Lewis in Nebraska. Lewis, go ahead, man. What up? Mark, I, what's going on, baby? Yo. What's up, Lou? Um, I got to make my Eagles point, and I got to talk to Mark. Listen, the sky is falling, guys. Um, we thought that we could play through some of these bad stretches when we were winning games and everything was cool. We just need to fix the defense. But we don't have any horses on defense, and the change in the play caller, caller on defense is not going to fix this defense. What's going to fix this defense is the offense staying on the field and having a nine minute drive like we did in Tampa Bay. I mean, we can't we can't be doing that. Would you guys agree? Can't be giving up long drives? Yeah, we can't be giving up uh turnovers and short drives three and out and then have the defense play ninety plays a, a game. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah, and and that's where it comes in the offense. We could focus on the defense and how many yards they're they're giving up, and that's true. But if the offense can't stay on the field and sustain drives, this defense is going to get killed. So the offense, I mean, the offense is important because the defense isn't good. Hundred percent. And I I think you know always try to put it in terms you guys understand, especially from my man Ike. Mm-hmm. Yo, if you slice the ball and the and there's out of bounds on the right and water on the right, no matter how you slice it and dice it, this ball's going to the right, and you got to aim so far left. <laughs> So we already know who we are, and I think we just got to do something. Um, and I know my time is short, Mark. I just want to let you know, Lewis from Nebraska, I started listening to this show four years ago, religiously, and it's almost like your best friend's moving away from the neighborhood, you know? Mm. You, you, um, for me, this is a sense of community. I started calling in about a month ago, having to get my Philly points in, my main man, Jack. That's my boy started with him but for you to deliver what you've done to the city this is the number one show in the city as you guys already know mark your job has been incredible i wish you the best of luck and for wip executives listen whoever you bring in got to be a number one pick man because this is big shoes to fill guys i love you guys mark i love you man i appreciate your time thank you lewis all right lewis appreciate that appreciate it mm-hmm. now is, is there i i don't i haven't been the only thing that I've seen is that the that the new co-host for the new show will be announced in the new year, and I have I have no other information other than that. So I guess that's that's the information is that more information will come out in the new year. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and, and people above our pay grade will make that announcement. Yes. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Mark Sabrina. Two one five. At least that's what I've been told. Five nine two. About people above my pay grade. Not in your department. <laughs> Coming up, your phone calls. Do you feel better today about the Eagles or worse? The sky falling. Your phone calls coming up next. Elliot at 3 o'clock. Nick Sirianni's press conference, 315. Jordan Mylod, 4 o'clock. A lot going on. Marks and Riesel, 94 WIP. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Philadelphia, chill out. First downs, you dominated. Rushing yards, 180 yards. Third down efficiency, magnificent. Possession, time of possession, you dominated. You controlled the game. And you lost. It happens. Philadelphia is still 10 and 4. My guess is they finish 13 and 4. Yeah, that's pretty good. And win the division. Dallas's schedule down the stretch is harder, much harder than Philadelphia's. Talk to him, Herd. Colin Cowherd on the Herd. FS1. Uh, yeah, with, like when you put it like that, yes. When you take a step out of the of where we are right now. It's like, yeah, they're going to be favored heavy in all three games. And if they win 13 games, they're likely to, to be the, uh, the division winner. And it might or it may or... I don't know about the lines. It, it, it could give you the number, one, the number two seed, which um, you know might end up giving you, who knows, two playoff games at least uh, in the playoffs at home. So, but like, it doesn't feel like that after watching the last three weeks. It doesn't feel like that... It, it just doesn't... It, to me, even if they win the next three games, do we really believe that that's going to make them a good team again? Well, it depends on what they look like. If they go out there and win 30 to whatever every week for the next three weeks, you mean to tell me? Well, full great. Okay, then. But I don't, I don't know if that, this team has that in them. Well, we won't know until they actually go out there and play. Like, we won't know. So I, I understand that there is this side of the coin of where we're at right now. But I don't think the other side of the coin is so far-fetched that I can't imagine it happening. These are three teams that don't have anything to play for other than pride. Their defenses aren't very good. Uh, We're going to be at home for two of the three games, uh, particularly two holidays, where most teams who don't have anything to play for usually aren't in the mood to be playing football. On the road. That's the point I'm making, on the road. So it is in their favor. And if they get the first two and you go into the final week, that's more than likely going to be a 1 o'clock game if the Eagles have everything wrapped up. If not, it's going to be another 4.30 game or late game. Playing at the same time as the other teams. As the yeah. other teams that are still in it. Um, but the one thing I will say it may not change for them is that both the Eagles and the Cowboys are already in the playoffs. So all you're really playing for is seeding. Right. 
You're not playing to nationally get into the playoffs. Could be playing to be a number two seed, though, or three yeah, seed. I'm just meaning the game may not be as important as some other games where there is a win and you're in right. versus being eliminated. We still may get a one o'clock game there. I only say that to say that's even more likely that the opposing team doesn't show up to play. They want to get the game over with as quickly as possible so their season could be done with. That's how you get to three straight wins and could be three impressive wins. Could hmm. be. Well, I mean, you got to get the first one. So how about, the, how you about this? Got to get the first win. How about this? Really, like the offense needs to be impressive. The the, the defense, sure. Like the like against the, against Washington, those games the offense was good, right? The the offense carried carried the team during. They scored in the thirties in both of those Washington games. I'd settle for that. I'm not telling you I need a. I'm not telling you I need a thirty to twelve win. I need the offense to look like the offense I saw earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? My attitude will change immediately. Right. But like. They need to get out of this rut, and it just right now they could grind and beat the Giants and not look good offensively and still win, and that's not going to make anybody feel better. I agree, but that's why I said it depends on how they win. Yep, style points finally matters. Well, based on how you want to feel, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is what everybody needs to feel right now. They need to feel that there isn't a panic button there for the offense. That's where everybody's concerned. There's so much talk about Jalen, where he's at, and why he's not playing better. And that still hasn't been uh, uh, resolved. So he needs to come out this week and have a good game. He needs to come out and have a good game. You wonder if it's in them. Like I, like I said, I, we could sit and do all the yelling outside here all we want to. If they don't feel that way in the building, it's going to show on the field. It's going to show on the field. And, and then, listen, you, then you get more and more evidence that I guess some of those things that we people were whispering about are true. I wonder how much of it is true. The only way you quiet the outside noise and speculation is by winning football games. Because when you don't win football games, you leave us this is what we do. to figure out or try to figure out what the hell is going on and why aren't you winning. Yep, and it's not fun, and it's been ugly. All right, Twitter questions today sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Have you finished your holiday shopping? Well, visit Mark's Jewelers. Gifts for every budget this holiday season. Details, and you can shop online, marks-jewelers.com. Are the Eagles going to be okay, Jack Fritz? The weekly question? Yes, 52% say no. The Eagles are not going to be okay. Which, honestly, I'm... I'm well, I mean, well, that's an open-ended question. I know. Like, what, what does okay mean? What does that mean? Jack, what does it mean to you? You wrote the question. Are they going to write the ship here? And you know, by the playoffs, there'll be more operating in a in a better facility. So it puts you back into the to the idea that this team could go to the Super Bowl. Exactly. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's a, it's a lot for it to be left to be interpreted by putting a tweet out. Yep. <laughs> That's why he likes doing it. I know this guy. That's why he likes using the okay question. All right, let's go to Kenny from the Dirty Thirty. Kenny, are the Eagles going to be okay? Um. No. No. <laughs> no. no. Really. No. No, no. Before I get to my rant, I just wanted to say, Johnny Marks, um, I wish you all the best. I was a dad. Uh, I still am a dad, but I was of young kids, and I know do what you got to do. And Ike yes. ran another one off, I see, huh? Man, it's tough, man. <laughs> it is, man. It's just, it's just a blow to my reputation. I asked John, like, dude, are, dude, are you sure about this? You know how this is going to affect me, right? I don't think any I, see like Howard Bill doesn't Bill Brown of Sports Radio. How many how many coaches? I don't I don't Man. I mean Howard certainly wasn't he wasn't viewed as running Howard off right there. In fact it's probably the other way around, but I, I didn't run any no, of I my co hosts off. I was joking. You know I was I joking. Know, I love you. 
But my wife, I think my wife's more upset than anybody. She, I didn't realize that you're her favorite show, and she loves you to death. So we'll have a little talk about that off air. Oh, buddy. thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, Mrs. Kenny. All right. Now, now back to the regular scheduled programming. I, I flew my ass out to Seattle. I was behind this team. They lost two games, and I thought, you know, they played rested teams, and they're going to be okay, as Jack would say. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching that game in Seattle, and I realized I was looking at Nikki Kotite and Jalen Wentz. And as far as I'm concerned, Kelsey, who I've loved to death, this is like the eighth time this year where you made a boneheaded mistake. Maybe if you stop doing your podcast and concentrate on football, Uh get back to that. You're going to be retired long enough, you'll be famous. But I, I, I just think this team has gotten so full of themselves, they think they're going to step on the field. And what I saw, it was embarrassing. The last time I was that embarrassed was 2007 when Brian Greasy took a took a, a team down the field with a minute left and no timeouts and beat the Eagles. And I just watched that again. I am so fierce. I am so glad I flew in late last night because if I got in earlier, I'd have been in front of Novotair Complex <laughs> with Fine. And if Fine would have said, "Grow the bleep up," because they're not playing like men right now. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed for them because they are so much better. There's no way that's not Pinkston and Thrash out there. That's Devontae Smith. And Brown, and we can't score more. We went right down the field in the first years of how we got these guys, and then they fell apart. I'm not even blaming the defense this time. I'm not blaming them at all. That last drive shouldn't have happened. And I just, yeah. I, I, our offensive scheme, I swear, as I'm sitting here, is like a high school coach can decipher what's going on out there. I'm really getting frustrated with this that these teams are stopping us. We should be blowing guys out. So it shouldn't matter in the defense, like they said. I'm just furious with the effort. I'm furious with some of the things I'm seeing. Nick, you got to adjust, all right, or you're gonna be co-tight. I'm sorry, bud. I'm so so it's, Italian, it's, but it's, it sounds like you're blaming the coaching more than than the quarterback, Kenny. I'm blaming them all because huh. the quarterback's why I called him Jalen Wentz. I mean, he was he ran around for like Donovan McNabb for 18 seconds, and he couldn't find anybody in this league. You give a quarterback that much time, somebody will get open with those receivers, and nobody was open. No, people were open. He didn't see him. I don't know what he's looking at. Now he had the flu. All right, I'll give you that. But still, I, I just he's making bonehead decisions. He's jumping out of the pocket too soon. And then other times he'll hang in there. His his head isn't screwed on right. I, I, I think our offensive linemen are looking bad because they don't know if he's going to run right or left or what they're going to do. Right. Um, it, it just He's bothering me. I can't stand the boneheaded stuff. I can't stand the boneheaded stuff. And you know now that push-push. The refs are going to look for anything because they can't yeah. easily stop it. And – Jason keeps giving it to him. What, he had two false starts a couple games ago at center? At center? Last week he was offside at center? That's yeah. no excuse for that. You know, I love you, Jason. You're a great guy, but you got to get your head on for a couple more games. But right? I, I mean, Kenny, I don't even, and, and good to talk to you, man. I don't, I, I watched that play like everybody else did. I mean, I guess if I wanted to say that was a false start, then you, then you could do that almost, almost any play. Well, what, what they've done is they've taken out what used to be common practice. Um, for a lot of years where the center comes up to the ball and he just moves it, adjusted to the, the how, how he likes to snap it. Well, I, I'm trying not to give a pause moment here, but I'll go for the it. length of his arm. So someone that's a little shorter, you know, if the ball is placed here, you scrunch it, and then you, you're reaching out and so you got enough room to hike the ball. Somebody that may be a little bit of a taller center, you got that going on. That used to be common practice, and there's an angle because I was a – I argued against this for two straight days. From the angles that I saw, I didn't really see what the hell the officials were talking about. And then I saw an angle last night on Twitter 
where somebody got the sideline angle of it, and you can clearly see when he comes up to the ball, he moves it about a half a yard. Which, so, which they'll call now. Well, if they warned you to stop doing it and saying right. it's what they're looking for, then that's what they're looking for. Stop doing it. Right. I mean, that's pretty simple. And he even said they warned him about it already. So if they already, if they warned you about doing that, that that's something they're going to crack down on, then – And you, you do it, guess what? Because there was even a delayed reaction from the official who ran in to call it. He moved the ball. There was about a two-second count, and then the official ran in and said a false start. That's why I didn't notice anything. I didn't notice any movement because he had already moved the ball before the camera view up top could see it. But there's a sideline view out there where you clearly see – he picked the ball up and moved it about a half a yard. He did. I, and like I said, I argued against it for, for nearly 48 hours. And then you saw that angle. And then I saw that angle. I'm like, oh, okay, now I see what at least the official, if they warned him about doing this, okay, then there it is right there. Well, I knew he must have done something because uh, the, the Howard, Maryland right down to Howard, who was, I guess, talking to or heard Sirianni talking to the official. Mm-hmm. And even Sirianni was like, all right. Right, Nick didn't even complain about and Nick, it. Nick, <laughs> yeah, he yells Nick at everybody. Wears that yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's something you can't do. But hmm. I know it's out of habit that probably a lot of these centers got used to doing it. And Jason's been around long enough that it's probably that old was, habit. That was to him. common practice to yeah. do back. Yeah, it was nothing. Right. Because the the, the 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 weirdest thing you see there is nobody from the defense moved. So it wasn't as if they got some trigger, and then they jumped. That's what defensive players do. Once they feel like you're in a set position, if that ball moves any inch or a player moves, that defensive player is taught to go ahead and jump. Right. But because he moved it even before they got set. The referee came in and called. Well, the defensive players didn't react to a false start. Right. For them, there was no false start. That's why you don't see anybody pointing. You don't see any of that. Normally when an offensive lineman false starts or something, the, the defensive lineman either jumps or he or quickly, points. Everybody quickly jumps points up. at a guy. Nobody moved. Sometimes they'll even just touch the offensive lineman to, to get contact. Just yes. Yeah. You didn't yeah. see any of that. No. No, that's why I was like, well, what were they calling? I thought that did, – did they say on the broadcast it was a, like – is it, it a delay a game? Or, no, or, they said false start. The official called false start. No, I know, but I'm th- like the – I guess, like, watching it, I was my first reaction was, what is that, a delay game? Because you didn't see it. Yeah. Normally, you could see a false start. You can see somebody flinch. You didn't see anything like that. All right, back to the phones in a second. But listen, have you got your holiday shopping done yet? Well, listen, there's a couple days left, but that is no problem because Mark Schuler's has you covered. So, two locations, 309 in Montgomeryville, their newest location, Route 73 in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. So, Mark says gifts to meet every budget this holiday season. So, like, yeah, maybe you got to have this much money to spend. Maybe you have a little bit more. Mark's has something for you. And, hey, if you're looking to get engaged, Mark's Jewelers design team can show you what they can create for the woman of your dreams. And there's a ton of options to walk out with that day. Visit marks-jewelers.com. That's marks-jewelers.com. All right, let's go to Wade and Chester. It's not that Wade and Chester. It's Wade and Chester. Wade, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? What up, man? What's up, Wade? Oh, man. What up, y'all, man? Listen, man. Woo-hoo. I want this one. This one deep, boy. Man, I, I read the thing, man. I see you doing it for the kids, man. It's for the family and everything. But, boy, you leave one family to another. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. You created this family, Mark. You connect with everybody, man. Like, you you, 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 you made her, yo. 
Like, we couldn't understand her, but you got on the phone and you got it through the joint to get them through the conversation. I'm looking at the free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you put the face on the callers and stuff. Like, you post them. I go to your Instagram and look and everything. You, uh, like, connected the card. I mean, Yoshi said he got a 32-year-old son. I thought Yoshi was 35, 32. He's 50-something <laughs> years old. I'm like, wow. Then, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy, man. I, I'm just going to say a couple things. Um, You know, you, you maybe you could have did two to four. You know, get a little two to four on us, or uh, I did get some people that were recommending a half of a shift, like an Angelo, an Angelo scheduled Ike, yeah, where I, I get uh, I get every other day off or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or two to four, or remote <laughs> from home. You in the closet? You know what I'm saying? We can we can get you in the closet a little bit. You can yeah. get you in the closet from home. I mean, I mean, two to four. You, you hit a two to four, and then Jack finished off of four to six. It's, it's the same thing. I mean, I don't. I mean, it just you know, it just hurt. I know what it is, though, man. You I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, no, 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 no. No, man, no, it's all good. It ain't like you're gonna get off ever, man. You know, you know how to find you. Feel me? You know what I'm okay. saying? Maybe you can call in or something. All right. I, I get off this joint, man. I ain't trying to have the OG on y'all. <laughs> all right, Wade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, like, just being just being totally honest, that, um, when I was talking to Rod and, and David Yagroff, they said, well, like, you know, what about if you did work from home sometimes or whatever? And, like, I just... I have too much respect for the show that I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into a spot where I'm working from home or I, I, I need whoever's going to whoever's going to take over for me and do this show needs to be fully committed 100% to coming in here and preparing every day like needs to be prepared and like working from home or leaving earlier stuff like that. Like it's just that that's not that's not what the show needs. And it's not the respect that the show deserves and the station deserves. You know, I like we. The thing I'm probably most proud of, or there's so many things I'm proud of with the show, but when we took over, uh, the flag wasn't planted in afternoons at WIP. Mm-hmm. That was that that WIP did not own afternoons for a good decade, mm-hmm. right? And it was a fight to get it back. You know, we we were going up against Mike Missinelli, who's one of the one of the best radio sh- radio hosts in the city. Uh, I obviously worked with Mike for four years, and I grew up listening to Mike, and he is a very very talented host. So we had our work cut out for us. But we grinded, we built our audience, and you know, and and we won, and we oh, won yeah. the time shot. Oh yeah! And I'm proud to know that leaving WIP after today, that WIP afternoons has never been stronger. And and now, as as you take over and the new show comes in, like there's just great things that are going to stay in this time slot. Yeah, this yeah, this a, dude, this this is a machine that we built here. This this thing is going to keep going. Um, you know, we got some things coming up that that we're excited about and. Uh, it's going to be pretty much the same show. Um, us three have put a lot of work into getting this show to where it's at, and the two-thirds of us that are still going to be here, that's not going to change. Right. No matter who comes in here, they're joining something that was that's already established. This show is already established. This show is going to continue to do the things that we've been doing, and it's going to continue to be a strong show. Yep. Yeah, this, that, that's not changing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am. I'm, I'm excited to to listen to the new show as somebody in their car that's driving to uh, to get my kids from school. It's gonna be fun to listen to it. I am. But um, you know, management here, like, like we we talked a lot about a lot of stuff, and we we said, is there anything that can be done? I mean, ultimately, it just, I I just like I someone's got to commit. You know, like you have to be fully committed and it can't just be for another year. And that's kind of where we kept going back with me was just like, well, can I do another year? And it just felt like not now is the time to kind of step away and let somebody else slide in. Uh, Aaron is calling from Mount Airy. Aaron, go ahead, man. What's up? What, what's up, fellas? How y'all feeling? Aaron. What up, A? 
Yo, yo, yo. Um, you know, like, it's like it's hard for me to stay awake for night games because how early I got to get up. So I felt I, I dozed off. I woke up. And when I saw, I woke up when um, uh, DK made that catch on the, on, when he was um, falling down with uh, Bradbury. I was like, we're going to lose this game. I just felt it. When you make a play like that, that late in the game, you know it's going your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we still got a chance to win the division. And, and whether we're a two or three seed, uh, at least we'll host the playoff game and then we'll go from there. So I wholeheartedly believe that. I know it's so hard to say we're <laughs> definitely going to win these last three because how we looking. But the Giants are horrible. The Cardinals are horrible. And they're coming here. So let's not embarrass ourselves. <laughs> right. I hope not. <laughs> right. Yeah. For, well, well for, here's for what you, I'll tell you. And to, Aaron, to Aaron's point, here's what I'll say to you. If that does happen, that's not about talent. Yeah, that's, that's about, about other stuff that's going on inside the and, building. And listen. Chemistry, I, I, all those things. And OG's going to have to answer to this. If this team falls apart, that's all on the quarterback. I heard, I hear he's the ultimate leader. That's all on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But um, for, for you, Mark, yes, I totally feel where you're coming from about with, with the family thing. Um, because my, my kids are now, te- my oldest kids are now teenagers. And I still feel regret that I put uh, my careers over them. Like, my career choices over them. And I missed out on a lot of things. They don't hold nothing against me for doing that. They understood it because I was a breadwinner, so they understood it. Mm-hmm. But I still feel some type of regret that I missed out on a lot of their childhood because I wanted to, I, I, I wanted to progress in life. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand why you're taking this path. And I applaud you for that, and hope more men can see that raising young daughters is very important. Because I have a fourteen-year-old, and she's going through a tough time now. She's going through a tough time now, and she needs her dad. Mm -hmm. And I'm not there for her because she lives in a completely different state. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm about to choke up a little bit. So I applaud you for that, Mark. And um, I hope you. And I've been with Ike for years. I like. You know how uh, Angelo had his callers. Day one, I'm Ike Reese caller. Yes, sir. And you and you became a you became part of Ike Reese. You you've been his longest partner. I listen to you every day, and I hope that 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 wherever you go, I'll still be listening. Thank you. And uh, thank and thanks for inviting me to your show. And um, good luck to you, Mark. Thanks, Aaron. All right, Aaron. Appreciate you know, it. And you're going down this weekend. Yeah, I'm playing him in the uh, fantasy oh. uh, quarterfinals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I checked out of the Marks and Reese Fantasy League. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. My team and was – uh... my team is still playing. I'm in. <laughs> so so you advanced uh, – Yeah, I won the first round. Okay. Yep. Yeah, speaking of that, what are we going to do with our picks? I mean, right now you're in, you're in first. <laughs> I guess I'll just have to release them on my uh, – He's going my, out on my, top. My yeah, Twitter well, page. He didn't even need the release picks for the rest of the year, and he's still going to finish in first. <laughs> Pretty much. Well – Unless Jack goes on a so run. Last year I got it cold in the postseason. Last year I got cold in the playoffs and Jack got hot. That's how I ended up finishing in last place. I went ice cold. I I I, I got I my own head. That. Yeah. <laughs> last year. I did. It's tough. Listen, you, you gotta play a full sixty minutes. Well. Sometimes you get in the in the zones where you, you have a really good feel and, and it, like you get a little bit lucky, kind of like the Eagles. They kept finding a way to win games, you know, and I was getting lucky with some of the covers and everything else earlier this year. Hey, hey, hey man! I'll take them. <laughs> exactly. I've been yes. backdoored a couple <laughs> times too. Pauls, yeah, but exactly. man, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Mark, yeah, it's the final show. Yeah, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up.
the final Tuesdays with Elliot. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm excited about this. Even though it's Wednesdays with Elliot. But Elliot Shore Parks, how's he feeling about this Eagles team? And Nick Sirianni's press conference scheduled at 3.15. So at about 3.40, he'll probably come on the air. I'm an expert at football. But it's scheduled for 3.15, so keep that in mind. Nick Sirianni, I can't wait to hear the questions and the answers. Elliot coming up next as well. Don't miss any of that. It's Marks and Reese on 94 WF. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.